Morning glory and hallelujah, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Look at us. Hanging out on a Tuesday, the fourth day of February 2020. My name is Nick. There's Big J right over there. Yeah. Big J, are you ready for this Tuesday? No, man. What's the matter? I had a creepy-ass dream. A long dream. It's been a while since you've had a really weird dream. Oh, man. And it was... It was a doozy. Can we get into it? Yeah. All right. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to analyze your dream. Go. Yeah. I, I wasn't dead. Huh? But I was a ghost. What? Yeah. And and um, I, w- I, I would be able to appear in people's lives and then see what's going on and could communicate. They could communicate with me. And I don't know why. It was a real Patrick Swayze situation? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, so- and our friend Kevin, was. Uh, I was like haunting him. What? Yeah. Why? I don't know. But you say haunting, that means you were doing well, things well, to like, frighten him. What I were you doing? I think it was a, a mystery. He was trying to solve something. Like, there was some weird supernatural thing going on. Okay. And uh, I was somehow, if I remember right, was like was struck by something. And then all of a sudden I'm this kind of, I don't know, ghosty thing. Okay. And, and so I had to figure, it was weird. It was bizarre, what and was, it lasted a long time. What was your unfinished business? If you're a ghost, that's what you've got. You have to complete something. I was trying to solve something. You like, were trying to solve like who out. struck you? Like how did you become this entity? I, maybe. I mean, it's it's it was it went on for a while, and then I would wake up and go back to sleep and start all over again. Oh my god! What? Yeah. You were in some sort of weird mind loop. That's that, those are the weirdest ones to me. When you when you wake up, you know you're conscious, and then you fall asleep, and you're back into that the same yeah, dream. Yeah. And the next thing I know, I wake up again, and it's 4 o'clock. And I'm like, oh, man. Time to get up. What a bummer. Uh, but it, was it a bad dream for you? No, I don't think it was a bad dream. Okay. It's bad Just for Kevin. Weird. Who else was in this dream that you could pop into people's lives? Um, Do you remember anybody else? Who, no, I don't. So it was just Kevin that you happened yeah. to be connected to? Do you think Kevin struck you with something? And struck you down and you had to haunt him? I don't know. Probably. All right. Well, I suppose poorly for you, Kevin. He struck me with offspring. It certainly was Nazi. So, uh, well, listen, here's the good news, Big J. You are of this earth. You are real. This is reality. You're here. Yeah. You have a consciousness and a soul, and everything's going to be all right. I wasn't questioning it. What did you have for dinner last night? A a a midge podge. uh, A bunch of weird different stuff. There you go. Stay away from that stuff. Leftovers. Stay away from it. That's what gives you those weird dreams. We'll talk about streaming dumbass today. We'll have tickets to Mystery Science Theater 3000 live this weekend at the Morrison Center over the course of the show today. We'll qualify somebody else for Valentine's Day, hopefully, courtesy of Lee Reed. Should be busy, but we got some music for you. It's Molly Crew. It's Shout at the Devil here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. On The Morning After with Nick and Big J. I, I gotta be honest, and I hope you don't take this as an insult, Big J. Great. I am really surprised that I haven't seen you on Instagram doing what everybody else is doing. Why well, don't do that stuff? I don't do the trendy bleep. Uh, yeah, but it's not always like th- there's some things out there that actually make sense for you. Like there's like the you know the reason we're talking about this is because one of the things that uh, you don't need me to tell you. You can just look at your Instagram stories to see. I don't one even know of the which things ones you're talking about. That's taking over Instagram is these. What blank are you? 
things on the Instagram story. So the little thing that dials above their head and it stops oh, on God, random generators of stupid. what particular thing they are. And it is gigantic. It doesn't matter if it's what Disney character or what McDonald's item or what type of hole are you or what metal band are you or whatever the case may be. There are all sorts of ones out there. And everybody are using these filters. Um, yeah, I'm insulted. How's that? Oh, because I'm surprised yeah. that you haven't done that yet? Yeah. Uh, and so, the, you know, the reality of the situation is people think there's some sort of, you know, algorithm at work there. But no, it's just completely random. Every single one of them are completely random. Uh, so why are they so popular, I guess, is the question. And that's why we turn to neuroscientist Dr. Dean Burnett. And he says that humans are an extremely social species by default. So the opportunity to share something with your group is tempting already. But then there's also this consistent human drive to quantify ourselves. We do it all the time. With our weight, our height, our salary, our age, whatever the case may be. And so this kind of quantifiable data gives us certainty and feeds into our self-image. So it makes us feel better. And that's what we're trying to do. Feel better about ourselves at the end of the day. So I guess you can't really fault anybody for that. But uh, as long as you realize that there's really no meaning behind it. There's no real actual substance or algorithm or any kind of weird thing that goes into it. It's just a random click, which is why if you do it 500 times, you'll usually get about 400 different answers. Sure. You know? By taking a survey of what Game of Thrones character you are. Right. But you did that for I'm not stopping until I get Ned Stark. Yeah, but he dies right away. Yeah. Put me out of my misery before the end of the season, the last season. Might tie in your dream. Big J, an estimated 102 million people, once you factor in streaming, watched the Kansas City Chiefs mount a... What do you mean that's it? 102 million? 102 million. It's the highest in in, uh, in five years. So it's way up. Uh, the highest ever is 114. That happened in 2005. Excuse me, 2015. And since then, there's been a four-year decline in ratings and viewership for the Super Bowl. But now it's up for the first time in five years. Now you're upset about it? I just thought it was much more than that. Uh, no, no. Uh, 114 is the highest it's ever been, and 102 are involved in this year's thing. So Fox is very happy. Everybody seems to be very happy as there was a bounce back of a big J not happy. What did you think the numbers were? I thought it was closer to 150. Oh, God, no. It's never been that high, ever, ever. Uh, sad day for me yesterday, Big J. NFL Hall of Famer Willie Wood uh, passed away. He won five championships in the NFL with the Green Bay Packers. Actually, the first Packer I ever met in person. Oh, wow. Young seven-year-old Nick uh, went to a pick-and-save grocery store with his grandfather and met Willie Wood and had him sign a uh, 4x6 postcard that uh, that I actually put in my grandfather's casket when he passed away. Oh, my God. That's true because that's wow. what turned me into a football fan. And, uh, and so he, uh, of course, had a key interception, the first Super Bowl in 1967. I was a huge Willie Wood fan. Uh, it was the uh, big, you know, because the Packers were pretty bad. So we were always looking back on good things when I was growing up because sure. it was not a good team. Especially during the Don Mikowski years. Right. Well, Don Mikowski actually turned things around, sadly. Uh, and so uh, Willie Wood was inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame in 1989. That was a good day for me as well. And so uh, rest in peace, Willie Wood, 83 years old and a hell of a football player, no doubt about it. Big J, uh, Top Gear is still very popular. And for the first time ever, the car show is moving from the secondary tier of BBC to the first tier of BBC after 18 years. Uh, the Chris Harris, Andrew Flintoff, and Patty McGinnis season uh, grabbed 3.8 million viewers last year, which is way up from Matt LeBlanc's season. Nobody cared about Matt LeBlanc hosting Top Gear. 
And so now they're decided it's big enough to put it on BBC One. So now the show's getting a little bit of a promotion. I don't know who are you watching any of this stuff? I haven't. Uh, I saw some of the Black, Matt LeBlanc uh, episodes, but other than that, were they not good? Well, I mean, it's just hard to to replace Jeremy Clarkson and and uh, and May and all those guys from the original that are on uh, top. They're doing their thing on Amazon now. Well, that so. was an original. Uh, the, well, no, but that's the one that took that, them to the uh, the stratosphere. That was the popular one. You're absolutely correct. Uh, and so now Top Gear is getting a uh, majority of its audience back, and so they're going to throw it back on uh, BBC One. So uh, good for them, I guess. Congratulations. That's where you'll be able to find it in BBC America, of course, here in the States. It's Streaming Dumbass on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Oh, yeah. Netflix is old news. Big J and I have moved on to Amazon Prime at this particular point because that's got some movies that maybe Big J hasn't thumbed through so much in his personal and professional life. A little bit more of a clean slate, if you will, of movies. And so we have stripped away the stars, the director of the studio that brought you stuff, and we're left with just a, a today, Big J, all three movies feature a very brief plot description. Uh, And so you'll have to choose wisely from one of the three movies that are offered up to you. I will say this, the running theme for today's three movies, Star Power. Probably the three biggest star-featured movies we've ever had. Whoa! I mean, I guarantee you, you know uh, maybe even upwards of three people in each one of these movies, save one. Wow. So there are some big names in these movies, and it is up to you which one you watch, okay? And I'm pretty sure you're a fan of all of them. Great. I mean, I know for sure that uh, that you're a fan of at least one person in each movie. So either way, you're going to get somebody I think you like looking at for a couple hours. We'll see if these movies are any good, okay? All right. Movie number one. A man tries to protect his daughter from the dangers of the world after a devastating plague wipes out most of the female population. Damn. Movie number two. A gritty crime saga which follows the lives of an elite unit of the L.A. County Sheriff's Department and the state's most successful bank robbery crew as the outlaws plan a seemingly impossible heist on the Federal Reserve Bank. And movie number three. A police lieutenant, his entire force, and a vigilante caught up in a dangerous scheme involving recently arrested troubled man who's linked to years of female abductions. Wow. One, two, three. Wow, I'm going to go... Uh, I'm going to go with the Grand Theft Auto style movie uh, number two. Number two it is. Okay. Uh, Movie number one was a film called Light of My Life. That stars and is directed by Casey Affleck, Big J, Ben's brother and an Academy Award winner. Oh, yeah. For acting. Movie number three was a film called Night Hunter. That stars one of your favorite people of all time, Henry Cavill. Night Hunter? And I passed on it. You did. You passed on Night Hunter. Ben Kingsley's also in that. <laughs> you will be watching a movie called Ten Minutes Gone. And that stars Bruce Willis and Michael Chiklis. Oh, God. Now, it's going to be awful, isn't it? I don't know. But isn't that the exact plot for Die Hard 3? Like the isn't that what no. Jeremy Irons' plan is to rob the Federal Reserve Bank? Oh, uh, right? y- yeah, it was. Yeah, okay. So Bruce Willis made Die Hard Three again, I guess. Uh, and so Ten Minutes Gone is the name of the film, and it stars uh, Bruce Willis, not as John McClane. I picked, I picked movie number three. No, you did not. You picked. No, Ten I, Minutes I picked gone. it. Let's picked, go back to the tape. You picked number two, and so you will watch oh. Ten Minutes Gone. If you want to watch Night Hunter on your own time, now you can certainly do that. Although it's been up there for a couple weeks, I'm not sure what you've been waiting for. Morning after with Nick and Big J. Waiting for you to give me the description. I guess. <laughs> well, apparently not. Uh, you will. 
be watching. Ten minutes gone. If you want to play the home game, that's the film you want to watch on Amazon Prime. You can check out Big J's review of the movie about 24 hours from now. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Question for you, Big J. As we get into some important stuff brought to you by Carrington College. Start realizing your full potential with Carrington College's diverse range of affordable in-demand certificate and associate degree programs at their Boise campus. Focus is on healthcare-related programs, and most programs can be completed in as few as 3 to 19 months. If you want to learn more, visit carrington.edu. So when you are woken up, usually viciously and jolted away from your nightmare world that is your dreamscape, what wakes you up? Alarm clock, cell phone, mixture of both? Um... Well, not my, not my alarm clock. Or, I mean, my alarm clock. I have an alarm clock. Okay, and what is that particular alarm? It's just a... Is it your standard alarm? Is it a music? It's not music. It's not a radio? So it's like that... That kind of thing? Yeah. God. That stuff still gives me nightmares. Good. Australian researchers found that if you wake up to a sound like you wake up to, Big J, an alarm that went beep, 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 you are much, 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 much more groggier than those who awoke to some sort of melodic alarm. The theory is a beeping alarm might disrupt or confuse your brain activity as we wake up, and that maybe a more melodic sound or maybe even a song might help you wake up a little bit more effectively, more importantly, more well-rested feeling. What do you think about that, Big J? Great. Will you try it? No. How come? Because uh, I don't think that's... I don't believe it. I will say this. Uh, I wake up to a melodic alarm, not a radio either, but my cell phone plays like some sort of like uh, music to wake up to. And uh, I, I enjoy it much more than the large beeping alarm that I used to have when I was younger, which is the alarm that you currently have. I, I still, to this day, hate that noise. I hate it. Uh, yeah, it's not a pleasant way to wake up. It's not It's not fun. It's not, you know, not that any way to wake up truly is fun. But it's one of those deals where it's just like, God, just make it end as quickly as you possibly can. Snooze or whatever it takes to get me out of this nightmare that is that particular alarm. So do with that what you will. Maybe you might feel a little more well-rested if you had some melody in your life, Big J. I'll take it under advisement. Astros have hired James Click as their new general manager. He succeeds uh, John Lunhow, who was fired along with A.J. Hinch after they were suspended for one year by Major League Baseball last month over the Astros' sign-stealing scandal. Click was the uh, Tampa Bay Rays' vice president of baseball operations for the past three seasons and was with the team for 14 years. And Dusty Baker is the new manager there, so they have a new front office in Houston, Big J. Will it make a difference? Uh, yeah, I don't... Do you care? I don't care. They'll find another way to cheat, I guess. They always do, don't they? Yep. Somehow, way. About 102 million of us watched the Super Bowl over the weekend, which is up. As a matter of fact, it's a new five-year high. 2015 was the biggest number ever, 114 million. And this is the biggest number since that particular year, as the number had been steadily decreasing for the last five. Now it's back up. Fox is pretty happy with that. About uh, 99.9 million people watched on network TV. Another 2.1 million people streamed it, Big J. And that's where the numbers come from. When you combine it all together, that's what you get. 
So the Super Bowl was a hit. What a shocker, right? Right? I mean, it tends to be pretty much every year. YouTube ranked the most viewed Super Bowl spots on Sunday. Amazon, Facebook, and Jeep emerged victorious with the viewership of Super Bowl ads. They rose 30% in replaying over last year, so people apparently liked this year's spots better than last year. I remember the Amazon spot. I remember the Jeep spot. What was the Facebook spot? The Facebook group one? Don't you remember? It was near the end with Sylvester Stallone. Oh, that was the Facebook spot? Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> I remember the look on your face when you saw Sylvester Stallone. That's what I remember from the Facebook spot. Oh, it was so disappointing. <laughs> Not, I don't remember anything about the commercial, but I do remember your face when you saw Sylvester Stallone. Just went, oh, oh no. I guess so did Randy. <laughs> Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff for the 7 o'clock hour. Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. We are headed down to St. Petersburg, Florida for today's We're Going to Hell story. Of course, this weekend down in Florida was a little thing called the Super Bowl. Big J, you're familiar? Yeah, man. And, uh, you know, not everybody can afford to go down to Miami on Super Bowl weekend and party yet because things, you know, exponentially get more expensive around that time of year in whatever city happens to be hosting the Super Bowl because, you know, uh, well, we're a capitalist economy. Big yeah, J, supply and demand. Poor people. Yeah, poor people are not allowed in the uh, city, the hosting city of the Super Bowl around the time of it. You've got to go to outlying cities, and that is what a Michigan man decided to do. He wanted to be close to the Super Bowl, but couldn't quite afford to be at the Super Bowl. And so Jack Deberbander decided he was going to go to St. Petersburg for the weekend. Party it up, just hang out, have a good time, right? Right. Uh, here is where things got bad, because, well, Jack, you see, isn't exactly of age. You understand he's a college student from Michigan, that made his way down to Florida with his fake ID. But it was good enough to pass, Big J. He was led into the 261st nightclub there and was just having a great time. Got there about 8 o'clock, started drinking. Before you know it, Big J, hammered. Hammered! He is hammered. And the way this nightclub works, Big J, is it's got a couple of floors, right? First floor plays a particular type of music. Second floor plays a different type of music. Third floor plays a yet another type of music. And so Jack was up on the third floor, and he was just having fun. Uh, and then, of course, nature called. Big J, you understand? Right. Uh, sometimes you have to go to the bathroom. So uh, instead of, it was about 1230 at night, and it was, you know, Jack had been there for four hours, partying it up, having a good time. He was pretty inebriated. Again, underage. And so, uh, as opposed to going to the, you know, restroom to relieve himself, Jack was like, I'm so much closer to the balcony, dude. I'm just going to go to the balcony. I'm going to let it rip, right? So, he goes over to the balcony, and he begins to urinate, Big J. Uh, Of course, once again, I remind you, the balcony has got two other balconies below it. So, uh, two women were sitting on a bench below, and next thing you know, guess what happens, Big J? They start to feel a little bit of wetness. So, of course, what's your natural instinct, right? Yeah. You look up. Next thing they know, they're struck in the face, open mouth, their head, hands, and arms with the young man's urine because they looked up to see what the heck was hitting them. The officer reported in his arrest report. So, of course, they call the police. Officers note that uh, Deborah Bander, whose address is listed in East Lansing, Michigan, which means he's a Michigan State student, Big J. 
was intoxicated and very uncooperative. So now a bunch of uh, felonies are coming his way. Underage drinking, possession of alcohol by a minor, resisting arrest, assault on two young ladies below. And he's gotten a litany of charges. And not only that, Big J, but he also spent the entire Super Bowl in jail. Because he came down by himself and nobody was there to bail him out. No, no. So he couldn't call his parents until Monday because that's, I guess, how it works. So he was stuck in that jail over the weekend, went down for the Super Bowl, peed off a balcony, struck two women below, and ended up in jail for the weekend. So let this be a lesson to you. Number one, eh, probably wait till 21 to drink, right? Yeah. Number two, uh, certainly go to the bathroom if you have to go to the bathroom. Not... Out over a balcony. Well, you, when you're drunk, you don't know what's going on. Well, that's not an excuse. Or maybe he was into the golden shower thing. It's gross. Also gross. Agreed. And usually there needs to be a <laughs> a willing party for that to be a thing. Right. Right. You can't just, I mean, you're not into golden. If you're into, I don't know if that's a golden shower if you're just into peeing on people. <laughs> that's just you being a jerk. Uh, you ever been peed on, Big J? No. Right, sure. I had to think about it for a second. <laughs> That's what was funny to me. <laughs> Just for sure. I know people who've been peed on. Sure. Me too. Uh, for the record, none of them have liked it. Yeah, it wasn't voluntary. Nope. Rarely is. Morning after when Nick and Big J, there's your We're Going to Hell story. It is the X Rock. Nine Inch Nails, that is terrible lie here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3, the X-Rocks. Uh, Big J, we are movie fans, are we not? Yeah. Uh, we talked very much about how, uh, really, there's there's really one studio that is capitalizing on a bunch of the money being made at the movies these days, and that would be Paramount. Disney. Paramount, oh. <laughs> Disney is getting the job done, although Paramount's had a pretty good run with uh, Bad Boys for life, for sure. Uh, it certainly is uh, is not anything compared to what Disney is banking, and they have made a majority of their money on uh, movies in the yeah, obviously the animated world, but the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Since they have proclaimed that, it has made them a bunch of money. And one company that is struggling, or at least has had a terrible two months, is Universal. Now uh, it's because they are going to basically. Uh, just take the pipe on a couple of very huge movies that they were banking on a lot of money to be made, and it's just not working. The first, of course, came out right around Christmas time. That was Cats. Okay, uh, they're going to end up losing. Listen, you get what you deserve, Universal. Well, I mean, it was the most successful Broadway music of all time. It really, and still, the songs are are, are fairly popular with people, but it's just the whole like I think. The way they went about it, I don't think people are ready to see digitized people created into cats and then shrunk down into cat-like size. It's all very weird and and a weird aesthetic. And while you can certainly admit the, the Broadway musical also strange, and also the Broadway musical doesn't really have a plot. It's just a bunch of songs strung together, you know? And they tried to make a movie out of it, and they're going to end up losing about $150 million in this thing, right? And then they follow it up two weeks later with uh, something that they thought was going to be a big hit because... They paid a bunch of money to Iron Man to be in a movie. And that movie is called Doolittle. And they're going to lose anywhere from 100 to $150 million on that movie, too, because the Robert Downey Jr. movie has bombed at the box office, or at least not made nearly as much money as they thought it was going to make. 
and they tied up a bunch of money into this thing. Uh, and it's a different problem altogether. It's not a Broadway musical. It's not a weird, highly, um, you know, uh, weird and CGI-based thing, although there's a ton of CGI in Doolittle. It's, it's a tale as old as time kind of a movie about a guy that can talk to animals. But where it's gone wrong, Big J, is people are very upset with the way the movie actually comes to conclusion. Now, we can get into the spoilers for Doolittle if you want, or we could avoid it. What do you think? Well, let's ruin it. Nobody's watching it. I'm not going to watch Doolittle. So if you want to watch Doolittle at some point, you're probably not going to want to hear this. But if you don't care about Doolittle the movie, this is where we're going to get into it. Because people, mostly families, are very upset at the end of the movie. Oh, no. And apparently the end of the movie was completely and totally Robert Downey Jr.'s idea. Uh, it was written by an Academy Award-winning uh, screenwriter, and then apparently uh, because Universal wanted Robert Downey Jr. so bad to be in this movie, they're like, yeah, you can have creative control. We'll let you do whatever you want to do in this movie. And then Robert Downey Jr. was like, all right, I got an idea to end the movie. And so this is no joke. The end of Dr. Doolittle, Doolittle, Robert Downey Jr. has to give a dragon an enema because it's got a bunch of stuff stuck in its dragon butt. You understand? Yeah, yeah, he's all uh, blocked up. Right, so he basically has to give it a colonoscopy. And and so the idea that, that Robert Downey Jr. thought was hilarious... Yeah, hilarious. Was, give this dragon an enema. Yeah, a bunch of stuff coming out of a dragon's backyard. Yeah. People will love it. It's hilarious. It's funny. People like butt jokes, etc., etc. And people just ended up being grossed out and, and weirded out and not know how to take watching things spill out of a dragon's backyard in the end of a family movie, right? It, Let alone a doctor having to do that on a, in a movie. And so uh, it, it has turned people off. It, is, it has been called by a lot of people the strangest ending to a movie in movie history. Oh, man. And apparently it was all Robert Downey Jr.'s idea. He thought it would be hilarious. His wife is an executive producer on the film as well, and they both thought it would be funny. And it just ended up being really, really weird and disastrous at the end of the day. And so this is what happens maybe when sometimes we give people too much power, right? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I love Robert Downey Jr. He is great, great as Iron Man, great. but here's the other thing. He has not written a word of that dialogue, nor is he allowed to. And there's a reason for that. Yeah, there's a they they've cracked a code there uh, in, in, in some regards for storytelling, and you know they don't you know they 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 just kind of seem to always come out on top, right? And who knows what that is, but I guarantee you, it's probably not by taking uh, into consideration the ideas of their cast members. No, no. As a matter of fact, it sounds like at least from what I have gathered from the pieces of information that I have gathered from Marvel Cinematic Universe, you are given literally pages with your lines on them and you read them into a green screen and then they do everything else for you yeah. to make these movies so that you know as little as possible so that you can't ruin it for anybody else. And then you actually put the, and they have performances that are actually uh, good that they can make happen. So, and when things like that don't happen, Big J, we have dragon enemas and I'm not sure why that's a thing. But now we know that's something that people do not want to see. And we can blame Robert Downey Jr. for that, unfortunately. So, I guess, that's my guess is, this will be the last time he has creative control over me, regardless of how much money he's getting paid. Right. Uh, and maybe the last time he wants it, to be honest. Morning well, after. He, does he, is he accepting responsibility? That's I don't, the thing. I don't think so. That's what, you know, he's not going to say, you know what, it's my fault this movie sucked in the no. box office. No. As a matter of fact, he's probably shielded from all this information. You know what I mean? 
Everybody's like, listen, it's doing okay internationally. Love the yes people. Yeah, exactly. It's how we got the gig. Yeah, 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 it's great, Robert. It's great, fine. great, great, great. Don't worry about great, it. We knew, we knew it wasn't going to be a you know a billion dollar movie. We're just you know have a great day. Morning after with Nick and Big J coming up in a few short minutes. Your important stuff. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Floor plans, Big J. How much thought do you put into them? I, I, in what regard? Ah, uh, home, office, work, that Zero. kind of thing. Zero. None? Zero? Do you prefer an orp open floor plan? Do you like a little bit more of a uh, room restriction? What are your actual uh, opinions on it? I suppose open. Yeah. Open floor plan, yeah. Uh, and uh, in... What would you say our office place here has? Do you think it's more of an open plan? I don't think so. I mean, everybody's got their own kind of cubicle. It's kind of closed off, really. Uh, yeah, it's not open. No. Uh, but if you work in an open floor plan kind of place, it's supposed to make it a little bit easier for you to collaborate with your colleagues, but it also has a downside to it, Big J. Uh, it definitely makes you more likely to catch their cold as well. Issues is uh, there are some people out there that you work with that will not cover their mouth when they cough or sneeze. <laughs> and that will create a spray of up to 40,000 disease-ridden droplets that travel up to 200 miles per hour and a distance of 26 feet. 26 feet? Yeah, it's like contagion, man. Holy crap. Or outbreak. Then they hang in the air for up to 10 minutes, and even if you avoid breathing them in, they can still stick to your clothes and, and then infect you later. You understand? You're good as dead, Nick. Oh, no, I know. I'm well aware. And especially with the groceries that were here. Office walls offer barriers to these germs, but... Open office plans usually lack office walls and even cubicle walls. Studies have shown that open plans actually reduce collaboration and productivity sometimes, too. And the advantage that they do provide is just more natural light. If you really want to stay healthy, you should just work from home, Big J. How's that working out for the light? Uh, seems to be pretty good. See? There you go. Everybody wins. But not everybody can work from home, you understand? Right. So do what you can to protect yourself. Uh, carry around the... the, the the Purell, do what you, you know, wash your hands as much as possible and stay away from yeah, those Yeah, lull that are your sick. body into some sort of falsehood so that you can get even sicker. No, it doesn't lull your body into anything. It sure just makes it you clean. You know what that is? Studies you know show. what clean is? Studies it's prove what it. makes you clean. An estimated 102 million people watched the Super Bowl on Sunday, courtesy of Fox TV. About 99.9 million of us watched it on TV, and then another uh, 2.1 million people streamed the Super Bowl. It is the most viewers for a Super Bowl since 2015, and up from 98 million last year. So a nice big uh, punch up from last year's Super Bowl. I mean, it's got to be because, you know, there's some new fresh blood up in there. Yeah, I think it's a matchup thing. I think it's, yeah, it's two different teams. It has it had some good storylines, and... Uh, you know, while I'm not going to say the Kansas City Chiefs had a huge fan base, I do believe the 49ers do. While they may have been dormant the last couple of years, I think that they're, you know, were able to come out of the woodwork when their team actually did it pretty nice. And there's nothing wrong with that, cheering on your team. It just yeah. uh, didn't end up working out. Rest in peace, NFL Hall of Famer Willie Wood, the defensive back who won five NFL championships of the Green Bay Packers, passed away on Monday. He was 83 years old. He had a key interception in the very first Super Bowl, 31-yard punt return in the second Super Bowl as well, and that stood for a record for 16 years for the longest Super Bowl punt return uh, for a very long time. Uh, the Green Bay Packers lost a legend, according to Mark Murphy, the CEO for the Packers. He was inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame back in 1989, one of my favorite players of all time as well. Rest in peace, sir. While you may not care, Big J, uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda certainly is a uh, household name. 
And the reason for that is he is connected now pretty, uh, I guess, consistently with Disney. He has got, uh, you know, he was in Mary Poppins Returns, which you enjoyed, right? Yeah. Yeah, so you you like his stuff. He also wrote all the music for Moana. Uh, he actually convinced The Rock to sing a song, which probably couldn't have been easy. And, uh, of course, he is the man behind Hamilton, and now uh, that's coming to the big screen. And people thought, okay, what are they going to do? Are they going to make a different version? Are they going to do, like, a Cats-like thing? How? What are they going to do to make easily the most uh, successful musical the last couple years come to the big screen? And the answer is they're just going to do what works, man. Uh, they recorded the original cast of Hamilton on stage on Broadway uh, back in 2016, and they are going to bring that to a theater near you in October 2021, basically. Uh, they had a bunch of cameras set up. The uh, cast that won a ridiculous amount of Tonys, 11 of them, they were nominated for 60, and they're just going to put that original production on the big screen, which is probably the smartest thing they can do, and see if they can't cash in a little bit more for that. Disney, of course, owns the rights, so they're going to be the ones that are making that happen, and they're going to see what ends up happening when it comes to the big screen. So I know it's coming to like the Morrison Center as part of Broadway on Boise this year. Uh, of course, that's not the original Broadway cast, so if you are always looking forward to it or wanted to check it out, that's going to be the closest you're going to get. It's Hamilton on the big screen in 2021. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Yeah, and this Sunday, a special event happening at the Morrison Center, the Mystery Science Theater 3000 Circus Tour is coming, and uh, you can join Nick there at the uh, the big show for Mystery Science Theater 3000 here by beating him at Pop Culture Smackdown. Good luck uh, if you would like to go on Sunday. I promise you, you will not be sorry. We're going to have a great old time if you think you got what it takes. Any particular theme today for Pop Culture nope. Smackdown? All right. Just random standum. Random standum. Do you think you got one? What the hell does that mean? It's rhymes. All right, that's fine. Let's get that person. I know. That's what happens. People what are that free. means. Hello, the X. Hey. Hey, what's up, man? What's your name? Uh, Patrick. All right, Patrick. Good luck. This former vice president had a difficult time spelling potato. Oh, um. Oh, okay. Friggin' uh, Bush was the president. So, oh my God, I'm drawing a friggin' blank. What was his name? Yeah. That is the oh. question. Oh, whoops. Um, you were close. <sighs> Sounds like you're having a panic attack. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, he's from Indiana. Oh, my God. Wow, okay. <laughs> You know everything I, about him. What high guy. school did he go I know to? everything about him except I'm drawing a blank on his friggin' name. Oh, my God. Well, you're going to kick yourself when you hear it. Patrick, what do you got? Uh, let's see. Let's push. And... All right. All right. Wrong. Sorry, brother. We tried. Hello, the X. Hey. Hey. This former vice president had a difficult time spelling potato. Dick Cheney. Wrong. Nope. Not Dick Cheney. Good morning, the X. Hey. Hey. Hey, this former vice president had a difficult time spelling potato. Biden. Wrong. Not Biden. Hello, the X. Hello. Hello. Here's Big J with your question. Hey, this former vice president had a difficult time spelling potato. Uh, is it with, uh, with Bush, the uh, Bush senior? Um, 
was that that uh, that the VP? Yeah, yeah. But what's his name? Ah, uh, I see his face right now. I can't remember. Oh man. Oh. Wrong. Sorry, man. We did this uh, dance once before, like t- five minutes ago. So, hello, the X. Hi, Dan Quaid. <laughs> no. <You're> wrong. <laughs> It's not Dan Quaid. I'm not sure who he is, but I like him. Dennis Quaid's brother. Hello, the X. Hey. Hey, the answer is? Al Gore? No. Wrong. I mean, by now, 10 minutes later, you could have looked it up 75 times. Hello, the X. Hello. Hi. What's the answer to our question, please? Uh, is it still Dan Quayle? Yeah. Right. Yeah, you. thank you. Dan Quayle. Uh, Nick, Billy Zane once starred as an immortal crime fighter in this 90s movie. Uh, would that be The Phantom? That is The Phantom, yes. Right. In what state would you find Area 51? Nevada? Nevada's correct. Right. Uh, Nick, uh, last week Gene Hackman was celebrating his 90th birthday. He's won two Oscars. Name one of the two roles he earned them for. The, you need the names of the character well, or you need the movie? Or the movie, the movie. How about The French Connection? Ah, that's correct. Right. Can you name the other one? one? No. Unforgiven. Unforgiven. Mm, good. Uh, this Playboy Playmate mastered the art of slow motion running in the TV show Baywatch as CJ. <laughs> Pamela Anderson? That's right. correct. Nick, what high school did Brett Favre play football for? High school? I don't know. <laughs> uh, somewhere down in Georgia or Mississippi, I would guess. Uh, how about uh, North Valley High? Yes, that's right. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. No. What's the actual answer? Hancock North Central. Wrong. How did I not know Hancock I thought that you were North his. He was your hero. I don't follow any high. I couldn't tell you where these kid people played high school football. I thought you were there for his. Uh... No. Congratulations, man. You got tickets to Mystery Science Theater 3000 Live. It's happening this Sunday at the Morrison Center. Well done. We Listen, at some point, I need a question that you have no idea the answer to. Dan Quayle. Uh, was the big stumper today, all things considered, when you buckle down to it. But yes, Dan Quayle was the right answer. Morning after when Nick and Big J run a headlines next to the X-Rock. Big J, with your permission, headlines brought to you by our Half Price Friday happening this Friday at 9 o'clock at xrock.com. Ooh. You can get $50 to the lift in Boise for just $25. It's a great place to go to hang out with your friends, enjoy a game. They got some appetizers, sandwiches, burgers, salad, ice cold beer on tap as well. And, of course, uh, when the weather warms up a little bit. And maybe, Big J, you can go out in the patio a little bit. Oh, man. Awesome patio. 4091 West State Street in Boise is where you can find the lift at xrock.com. Friday 9 o'clock is where you can find the half-price deal. 50 bucks for just 25 Get them while you can. Those things tend to sell out early. Headlines are as follows, Big J. Lighten up, Francis. Careful now and a Christmas story. Lighten up, Francis. Don't bully people, Big J. Nah. You never know how they'll respond. For instance, I remember when uh, a Well, let me tell you about the situation first, then we'll get into the Big J story. A 38-year-old man was arrested in San Antonio, Texas, because he threatened to kill all of his co-workers. Whoops. Why did he do that? Because things escalated quickly. Because he shaved his beard. That's well, that when escalated em- quickly. When employees started cracking jokes about the company hiring a female, that's when William Sturtz got really yeah. upset. Can't do that at this day and age. He responded with, what's his problem? He's the reason for workplace violence. So he's been charged with making terroristic threats. 
and he hasn't been happy about it. Now, Wait, you, that was his threat? He, well, he he actually got into very specific things, sending each person a message how he would kill each and every one of them. We've so, all wanted to do that, though, right? <laughs> what? No, oh. man. <laughs> no. Okay. No. I stand corrected. I mean, also, uh, you know, you gotta... Granted, that's, uh, well, I understand it could be a bit much. I mean, that's not really that bad, right? Of, like, a razzing of somebody? There had to be more to it than that. Of course. Well, or maybe not. Maybe he's just out of his damn mind. Uh, Sensitive, but- like the J.P. Morgan guy from, or not J.P. Morgan, J.P., never mind. J.R.P., never mind. What was your story? I was talking to talk about how your kids were bullying you and you shaved your beard. Oh, yeah, they, all the time. And then I threatened to kill them. That's not true. weird. Careful now or a Christmas story? A Christmas story. You'll shoot your eye out, kid. One of the more famous lines from the movie A Christmas Story and Tampa Police say a 17-year-old had to be taken to a hospital after a family friend accidentally shot him in the damn face with a BB gun. Story goes that the father drove his 8-year-old son and the 17-year-old family friend to a bank to run an errand, so he left the two of them in the car, and the 8-year-old grabbed the BB gun and then shot the 17-year-old in the eye. The 17-year-old uh, had had some pretty serious eye injuries, so the investigation is ongoing. You can't just shoot a BB gun in somebody's face, man. It's not okay. Hey, you're right. Uh, that's how people get seriously hurt. And so, you know... While BB guns are not nearly as bad as actual guns, there are certainly vulnerable spots of your body, i.e. your eye, that it could do some serious damage to if hit directly in it. So for God's sake, be careful. And wrap it up with careful now. Some fights are more disgusting than others. On Friday, police responded to a home in St. Petersburg, Florida. After a man reportedly got into a fight with his fiance and things turned ugly, he said that Gene Faulkner, 41 years old, hit him and, quote, smeared dog feces in his face. Sure enough, Big J, when police arrived, this man was covered, and I mean covered, in dog crap. She was arrested on uh, domestic battery charges, and a judge has ordered her to have no contact with the victim. So, that fiancé thing's not going so well. But I'm just trying to figure out, like, how angry you'd have to be in order to actually pick up a pile of poop and then smear it on somebody's face. Pretty angry, right? I mean, you gotta be a different kind of person to readily handle poop. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I mean, I'm not programmed for that. I don't like it. I wouldn't want to pick it up. I don't I don't understand why I don't want to use it as a weapon. It, it would be like, the, it'd have to be like some sort of last resort, and, and then it would have to be a really good option, you know? As opposed to a bad option? Yeah. Well, I mean, like, there's nothing left, and, and I need to distract somebody or something. I don't know, but... What I'm saying here is I can't imagine ever a situation or scenario where I need to pick up poop. No. Well, you do pick up your dog's poop, right? No, I don't. Oh, my God. It's piling up in the backyard. I believe that. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your headlines. The Dating Game. Okay. Well, thank you very much. Right now on 100.3, the X rocks. Your chance to get qualified to win a pair of beautiful 18-karat white gold pair of earrings from Lee Reed, Idaho's diamond jeweler, just in time for Valentine's Day, is happening right now. A little game we call The Dating Game. Get on the phone, 208-287-1003. Big J has a date, specifically really a year. And you have to figure out if some events that Big J lists after that year come before or after the original year that he said. If you get two out of three right, you are officially qualified. Are you ready to get a contestant? I am. Into the phones we go. Good morning, the X. 
Hey, how's it going? Good, man. What's your name? Ben. All right, Ben. Big J, what is the event and the year in which it took place? Pete Rose is voted to be barred from the Baseball Hall of Fame by a 12-0 to vote from the Board of Directors on February 4th, 1991. So these uh, next options here will be either before or after you choose. Here we go. First okay. one. Uh, was former Cincinnati Reds owner Marge Schott banned from baseball for making racist comments before or after this date? Uh, 1991-1991-1991-1991-1991-1991-1991-1991-1991-1991-1991-1991-1991-1991-1991-1991-1991-1991-1991-1991-1991-1991-1991-1991-1991-1991-1991-1991-1991-1991-1991-1991-1991-1
fedora right. hat. And why is Indiana Jones in the news? Kathleen Kennedy, also in charge of uh, any uh, Indiana Jones movies. Is she just got like the former Lucasfilm? Yeah, kind of yeah, pretty thing? much. Okay. She's in charge of Lucasfilm. So uh, she was uh, being interviewed, and uh, the subject of Indiana Jones came up, and uh, she said they're very close to having a script ready to go, and then boom, they're right out the gate. They'll be uh, filming that movie. It will not be a reboot. It will be a continuation. So we're talking, you know, almost 80-year-old uh, Indiana Jones out there in the world. I was going to say, man, I mean, like, I'm excited to see Call of the Wild, but, like, Harrison Ford is 80. You know what I mean? Like, 80. Well, he's 77. But, I mean, by the time this gets around, he'll be yeah. 80 freaking years old. Yeah. I mean, what are we doing? I mean, last time we put him on a Star Wars set, he snapped his ankle like a dry twig. I mean, we're, we got some issues. Yeah, I don't know. Like, is he walking somebody through uh, in, a, in a big computer room, uh, you know, at this stage? And, I mean, do they, if it's a continuation, is Shia LaBeouf in it? Uh, no, no word on that. They're they're waiting to get for all this to come to fruition. All right, we'll see. But it is going to happen. Are the aliens going to be back? God, I hope not. Let's just pretend it never <laughs> happened, right? Well, if you're going to continue it, yeah. But I mean, happen? you know, we we don't really reference uh, the uh, Lost Ark that <laughs> okay. much. You know. All right, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, morning after with Nick and Big J. We will wrap up the show here next on the X Rock. <laughs> Cold in the graveyard, Big J. It's cold in the X Studios. That's Ozzy Osbourne under the graveyard here, wrapping up the morning after with Nick and Big J on this Tuesday morning, the fourth day of February. Thanks for hanging out with us. Big J selected a Bruce Willis movie for Streaming Dumbass. About five years ago, that would have excited him. Now he's not so sure. Yeah. <laughs> now he's not so sure. But we'll get a full review of that tomorrow morning. You're going to want to tune in for that. Had a chance to give away some Mystery Science Theater 2000 live tickets. For uh, this big show that is happening on Sunday at the Morrison Center. We're excited for that as well. And we also had a chance to qualify somebody for that Valentine's Day prize, courtesy of Lee Reed, Idaho's Diamond Jeweler. Reminder, Half Price Friday is coming up this Friday, 9 o'clock, xrack.com. $50 to the lift for only $25. you are going to want to grab it as soon as it goes on sale for some great food and drinks. And uh, awesome patio action out there at the lift on State Street as long as you are there at 9 o'clock on xrock.com on Friday. That leaves you with the floor, Big J. What do you want to yap about? Yeah, for a brief time uh, the other day, our old buddy Wolford Brimley was was kind of trending because uh, Barstool Sports reporter Ellie Schnitt had asked a serious question during the Super Bowl, is the Chiefs coach the diabetes guy? And on Twitter, William Brimley, Wil- Wolford Brimley, no check mark, but is it really? Him? Uh, it, it, apparently, it, it seems to be him or somebody texting on his behalf. Says Ellie, "No, I am the diabetes guy." And then uh, it went viral. Sometimes obviously, that's all it takes. But hey, he's still alive and kicking. Wilford Brimley. Yeah, you haven't seen him around in much, right? No, no ochre, uh, oak. What are the uh, the oatmeal commercials? What do you think it is? The oatmeal commercials? Yeah. Using the oatmeal commercials. Right. Oh, I thought you were going to give me the brand. Remember Quaker Oats, right? Quaker Oats. Yeah, thank you. Quaker Oats. The old Quaker. Uh, but I'm glad to know that Wilford is still around and know he and Andy Reid are very much different people. Uh, they just happen to be bigger dudes with mustaches, which Why is pretty with fattest. mustaches? Fattest. Well, I mean, you know, they do look kind of similar. I mean, Wilford Brimley had full-on Listen, gray hair even when he was famous. They look like damn walruses, okay? Oh, you're not wrong there. But... Different people. One of them very smart at football. The other very smart at acting. Yeah. 
as as uh, as evidenced in Cocoon. In case you're curious, or the thing. True. Morning after with Nick and Big J. We shall see you on Wednesday. Have a good one. Jason Drew's up next. It is the X Rocks.